This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Good morning, good evening, wherever you're tuning in from. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are all here with me today. We have a wonderful, fascinating show in store for you this week. A little bit different than our show last week. I hope you all tuned in and heard uh, my interview with Amana Guy. It was really uh, a quite a wonderful show, and hearing him talk about, you know, the, the challenges that he went through in life and and where he ended up because of it. And uh, if you, I thought it was a wonderful show for kicking off the new year. So if you've not yet um, had a chance, make sure you. Uh, you know, go to the podcasting platforms and, and, and check out, um, uh, no regrets, uh, the title of last week's episode, or, you know, go of course to our YouTube channel. We would love to build up the subscribers on our YouTube channel. So I'm really, am am asking all our loyal listeners, uh, whether you're listening to the podcast or you're listening to the live show to go to youtube.com slash talking alternative. Uh, it's Talking Alternative Broadcasting is the name of the channel. And please subscribe. That would really help us a lot. Uh, we want to get up to that 1,000 subscribers. All right. We're going to start off our show as we usually do with uh, a blog I wrote a couple of years ago. And uh, this one's a, a, a very heartfelt one. Uh, and this one is entitled, and this is from a couple of years ago, it's entitled, Grieving Our Losses is How We Move On. During times of great change, we all learn to let go, to let go of our expectations, to let go of the old ways, and to let go of that which no longer serves. Yet even though we have to let go of many things, we have not yet really learned how to let go or how to grieve the loss, especially when it comes to people. Those are the hardest losses of all to accept. Sometimes there are subtle losses that we don't even realize we are grieving. Um, like the loss of a career or business or the loss of an office, or the loss of a home. Whenever things change for us, we could feel a loss. For the mere fact that things are now different means we had to let go of something. Even if it was our own choice, it can still feel like a loss. Such as when we decide to move out of a home we've lived in for years 
we may be moving to a better, newer home, yet we can still feel nostalgic about the old one. Many people today have changed their business from an in-person one to a virtual one, and I'd add now, or a hybrid one. So now they let go of an office they no longer need. The lack of a physical space can feel like a loss. Even something as little as a TV show we always used to watch being canceled can feel like a loss. So what do we do with all these losses, big and small? How do we cope when things seem to be changing by the day? The Buddhist principle of non-attachment is a great way for those who have practiced it over the years. For those of us who have not, perhaps learning to acknowledge that we actually are feeling our loss is the first step. Instead of ignoring our feelings and stuffing them down, perhaps we should be present to them and give them space. To recognize that we do feel sad, that something that was in our lives before is now gone. And then, after we fully felt what we are feeling, we can look to the future for something new, to see what life will bring us to fill the space that the loss has left for us. For there is always something new on the horizon. There is always another person or place coming into our lives. For life is not static. It is growing and flowering and the cycles keep turning. So let's keep our eyes on what is coming next while we grieve what we lost today. Is there some loss in your life that you have yet to grieve? Have you considered looking at what that space of loss can bring you anew? So. I wrote this a couple of years ago. Not surprisingly, it was when we gave up our office space. <laughs> you know, after about a year and a half of working virtually, um, you know, my wife and I decided no point in having an office. We're not going to it. it we don't seem to be going back to it. It's costing us a ton of money. It's just an expensive closet at the moment. And I had a conversation with the landlord and uh, he was like, okay, you want to buy out the lease? It's, you know, six months rent and surrender your security deposit. I'm like, Jesus. But, you know, we thought, okay, it's going to be several months of just nothing, but then we'll actually be saving money. And so we let it go. We, we cleaned it out. We We took what we wanted to keep. We gave away and sold off. Um, uh, what we, you know, what we could. And, and the end of the month, we, we surrendered the keys. We got, um, you know, we'd signed the, the release from the lease. And we were talking about it afterwards. And I, I mentioned to her how, you know, I kind of miss not going into the office because it made like a nice break in the day. I liked having a physical space that was separate from home that I could work at because I've worked from home before and I know how it can get. You feel like you're always working sometimes. And my wife kind of pointed out how, 
yeah, you know, we it's a loss. We should really grieve losing The Office. I thought, huh. And that kind of was the inspiration for this, because when I thought about it, there were a lot of losses during the pandemic. And I, and yes, people and, and human life, which is the most tragic loss of all, but there was a loss of a lot of things. There was loss of lifestyle, a loss of the way we did things, a loss of um, community in a sense. We weren't coming together as much. And, and even though now we are, <clears throat> you know, people do come together. It's not the way it was before the pandemic. Um, it's still, you know, I do a lot of business networking and still most of it is online and virtual with an occasional in-person meeting. I went to an in-person meeting yesterday. It was wonderful. But so much has changed. I know so many people who their entire business was an in-person speaking business where they would go and, 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 and present and, and facilitate change in people's lives that still haven't come back to, to do that. And they're still doing everything virtually. And so not having that connection, not having that physical presence is a loss. And so sometimes I think we forget to grieve the little losses. We grieve big losses, but there's a lot of little losses in life that happen just because the world is constantly changing. You know, I was down, I was down in Mexico over, over break and uh, actually saw a payphone in this little town in Mexico. And I said to my wife, wow, look at that, a payphone. Haven't seen one of those in years, right? Because everyone has cell phones now, so there's no need for pay phones. Even something little like that. So this, this blog post, Grieving Our Losses is How We Move On, is just a reminder to notice when something changes and, and we feel like there's some kind of loss in our lives, even if it's a small loss, to give some space to it, to give ourselves some time to grieve because grieving is how we release that energy of loss. And if we don't allow ourselves to grieve, then we're still holding on to that energy and it's still present in our lives and it's still taking up space. But once we grieve it and we're at peace with it, then we have more internal space to allow something new to come in. So that's my blog post. Of course, you can always find it at talkradio.nyc slash blog or on my personal website of theconsciousconsultant.com. And now is my extreme pleasure to welcome to the show uh, intuitive empowerment, life purpose coach, sage, mystic, and spiritual channel, Roger Burnley. Roger has dedicated his life to helping others uncover their true potential and purpose. His work is grounded in over 35 years of study and implementation of personal development, spiritual growth, and human potential principles. Roger offers various services, including online programs, private coaching, and group sessions, and he's a popular speaker and author. He's deeply committed to helping individuals discover their unique and vital role in the world. 
He has moved through every imaginable hardship and difficulty, turning that knowledge into a life-changing and transformational programs and books. Roger continues to make an impact by assisting entrepreneurs in building businesses aligned with their life's purpose, as well as individuals in their lives. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Roger. Simon, thank you so much. And we're going to talk about synchronicity. For you to read, <laughs> for you to read that blog post is just too crazy, because that's what I was. I just finished a chatting mm -hmm. session just before mm -hmm. coming on here, and mm -hmm. this is what I was talking about: loss and really? how we're all yes, because <laughs> this is the period of our lives and our world that we're in now that mm -hmm. we're moving through, and when we can understand that. Um, we don't lose things. We just gain more when we can, as you said, when we can grieve them and understand them because it's a part of our individual life journey, whatever that we each have one. And along that journey, yeah, we're going to lose things. And it's so funny because I keep talking about this because I started losing things from a very young age. When I was 19 years old, um, we lost everything. Our, our, our apartment building burned. And so as this, and I remember being with no physical things, you know, um, all I had left, all we had left were, were the clothes on my back, which smelled like smoke because that's what mm. was the building that we were in. And so now it's about starting over. And I've done that so many times, but what I discovered was that our attachment to those physical things aren't that important. And then we never lose the attachments to the individual. See, because I've, you know, mm. when I walk both of my parents through their deaths, for instance, mm -hmm. we grieve. That grief was 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 so great. But I have once I'm going to tell this story because I want people to have this because we have to understand we're in physical bodies for a while. And yes, we're going to lose people, as you said, as your blog said, and that's that's really difficult. Mm -hmm. My mother was probably the most difficult, but she 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 helped me out though. Mm. And so what she did was, um, I you know we knew that it was going to be any time, and when it finally happened, the grief that you experience is just so immense, especially if it's a parent or someone's close to you, and all of that. Right. However, as I'm getting ready for the funeral, we're putting together the wake and all of that. And we had to, because she wanted to have an open casket. And mm -hmm. so um, I said, we got a dresser. And I have three brothers. And my brothers, uh, I said, I don't want to make this decision by myself. Let's make a collective decision about what this is going to be. Mm -hmm. Except I felt I knew what dress she wanted. I know she loved this blue dress. Let's do mm -hmm. that. But I had, let's all choose. And they all looked and they all came up with the same thing. Mm -hmm. Then what would happen is I'm getting ready to go to the wake. I was looking for cufflinks that I didn't have. I wasn't at home. I was staying with my mm -hmm. brother. And so I'm looking around the house. And then I go into my mother's room to see mm -hmm. if maybe she had cufflinks because women have that at times. And I opened up a cabinet in, in her dresser. And there was a box standing up. It was standing up and it said Tiffany on the front of it. And I opened the box and it said jewels for the blue dress. Um, wow. Now, could that have been accidental? I don't think. I mean, it's <laughs> sitting there. We have connections. We must understand. And it, yeah, we're going to have human things that are really difficult and challenging and will, you know, grieve. 
but that grief is meant to be, is taking us to a different level of understanding, a consciousness of who we are. Why are we alive? What are we supposed to experience? So, Yeah. yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, Roger. Well, you know, it's really quite funny how, you know, I started reading like a little section from my book and I would just kind of did it like straight through and after two years, you know, we're kind of done with it. But like every guest would say the same thing, like how that little section was perfect for them. And then after I finished the book, I didn't know what to do. So I was like, well, I have all these blog posts. I'm sure people don't remember them or haven't read them from a couple of years ago. So I just picked a starting point. I'm just going straight through. So I'm not cherry picking them. I didn't coordinate this with you, but it was just it's the next one in line. And somehow they just always end up being the perfect one for the guest. I see that uh, loyal listeners, Patty and Catherine are saying hi on the live stream. Thank you, Patty and Catherine for tuning in and staying with us. Uh, Roger, we're going to take a quick break. Mm-hmm. And when we come back, I'd like to, you know, have you give a little background to the audience. And I have a couple of questions, kind of like, you know, how'd you get from there to here? Okay. Um, just to sort of set the stage and then we'll dive in deep uh to the work that you do and and what is your life operating instructions okay (laughs) okay perfect wonderful so everyone please stay tuned you're listening to the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity we do this every thursday 12 noon to 1 p.m eastern time right here on talkradio.nyc and all across social media and our youtube and facebook and twitter and linkedin and twitch and we'll be right back with our guest Roger Burnley in just a moment. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you a high-achieving, growth-oriented leader? Are you interested in developing your authentic leadership while creating a healthy, inclusive workplace? Hi, I'm Dr. Mira Bronku, host of The Hard Skills on talkradio.nyc at 5 p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays, where we discuss how leaders develop the hard skills needed to make a greater impact. We interview experts, have live coaching, and tackle these challenges. Listen to The Hard Skills on Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.
And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We're speaking this hour with Roger Burnley, creator of the Your Life Operating Instructions uh, program and system and whatever you want to call it. But <laughs> I, I, I wanted to ask you, Roger, you know, you, you, your channel, you, you, you're very much in the spiritual world. Uh, was this something you were raised with? Is this something that was always part of your life? Like, how did this come about? And when did you like really feel like, oh yeah, like this is something uh, that's important to me? <laughs> uh, I, you asked just the best question ever. And I just want everyone to understand this. No, it was never. I hid from the spiritual thing for most of my life. I did every other career, and this is, let me just say, that I, I, I just realized this is the first day that I've ever done anything like this, because coming out of a channeling session and coming right to a talk, as I've never done that, because I never don't have my brain back <laughs> right away. I don't even think I, I said your name wrong or something. I mean, that's what happens to me. But anyway, no. My the first part of my career, my life. I'm I'm going people to understand because I need to let go of the age thing. I'm 73 years old. I've done so many careers in my life, and it, it for I started work when I was 15. Wow. I never thought I was going to do anything like this ever. And so what happened was um, I had all these different jobs. I became a vocal coach in 1988. I built this huge career out of that worldwide, globally. And I like, that was wonderful. But then I thought, oh, I've got to do something different. And in night, but what happened was in 1988, I started doing automatic writing simply because I needed more guidance in my life. I had things that were going on and I just heard about automatic writing. And I said, well, maybe that could help me. I never knew anything about it. I had studied certain other um, spiritual things. I, I did a course in miracles, for instance, a lot of people know of that. I yep. did that. And I, you know, and my family, when I was growing up, they were Christian scientists, at least my mother and grandmother. Um, and I did the religion, but it was never anything that I fully went into, you know, and then later on in life, I started doing other mind, uh, un mind consciousness things, you know, science of minds, little things like that. And But in 1988, when I started receiving information, doing the automatic writing, it was weird to me. And I said, I'm not going to tell anybody. <laughs> so I hid it. I'm receiving information every single day that was helping me to change my life and understand things. I created a huge, huge business because it was about working through the limitations that existed in my consciousness, which is what we all do. That, that's the only, and we just get it in different ways. But because this was so different and unique, the what what I was doing, it was also a little uncomfortable. So I couldn't tell people, and I even my family didn't understand it. But then in nineteen in twenty twenty, um, I'm sorry, let me go back. No, in nineteen in twenty nineteen, I said I got to do more because I could feel this collective fear in the world. Mm. that was going on and so i wrote a book called overcoming fear a guide to freedom and it was uncomfortable and i talk about it in the first part of the book i said i really wanted to write this book but there was one problem fear <laughs> because i thought <laughs> people are going to judge me they're not going to understand right. this and so i finally got it out there through the help of a friend and she edited and and cam kaminsky people will see that if they see the book because she helped me and she edited it that's how it got out. Many times we need help from others, which is why I'm glad you're doing what you're doing. <laughs> and this is the book. 
Yes, that's it. I did pick it up. Yeah. And so that was, I said, I got to start telling the story. And then in 2020, I said, wait a minute, the world is really changing. Now, in the meantime, in 2017, I sold my business. Ah. Because... Like you were changing things when you were talking about with your wife and changing. I realized, too, that what I had been doing was no longer really serving what I thought I was meant to do. So I got rid of my office. I did all of that stuff. And then I sold my business to my former partner. But I did it for another reason. See, I wanted to go broke. You wanted to go broke. Yeah, because I was stuck. Because um, if I did, I knew this on such a deep level. And I thought, the only way I'm going to move, and sometimes we do this, we will allow ourselves to have these horrible situations because then it causes us to take some action. Right, Possibly right. Then we change because yep. pain causes growth. Yes. That's what I but, did. I, but I just really want to highlight something. Like you were a successful business owner, mm-hmm. you, you worked in a field that was a very grounded field. Mm-hmm. Like this is not like you were some yoga instructor or, or you were a meditator for like a million years. Oh. Like you were a normal, quote unquote, normal everyday person yes. until this, you, you, you basically started to experiment with automatic writing as sort of as you're dipping your toe in the water, let's say in these in this new world of, of, of spirit and the unknown. And then things get kind of, uh, kind of kept pushing you forward. And you, and you saw the, the, the fear that was around the change that was happening with the pandemic. And, and you just kind of felt this calling inside that like, I, I got to do a little bit more. I can't just hide this anymore. Exactly. And I'm always, I want to say this too, because sometimes we get pushed. It seems like the universe is pushing us. It's not us necessarily, because like I said, I started in 1988, but I didn't want anybody to know what I was, what I was doing. Mm. But then in 2009, um, I had one of the messages because I wrote them every morning and I say, didn't know why I was doing it. But that's like 20 years. Yeah. Wow. And I did before 2009 though were you writing the stuff was it helping you like were you able to take what was coming through and apply it to your life (laughs) i'll tell you some ridiculous thing i was teaching a performance class okay but Mm -hmm. i was performing myself at that time i used to i sang i got it i used to do shows all the time and all of that and so but i said something's not connecting with my performance what is it and so I got all the information. I would sit down and they and I would write it down. They said, this is what you're doing. You're being too much into yourself. You're not considering your audience. You're not. I heard all of that and wrote it all out. And then years later, I created a course out of it. I called it, <laughs> called it I, I mean, I created several courses, but this one was called Performance Made Simple because I discovered, oh, wait a minute, people aren't performing well because they're not connected to who they are. And so this could really help them to understand mm-hmm. that. That, that's what it was but i received that information so no i wasn't telling people about that because I, 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 yeah but you were using it for yourself and, yes. and it was helpful this is the point i want to make is, is even though this is something unknown you don't really know where it's come from what's happening but you're, you're you're sticking with the practice and then when things come up and you kind of ask yourself the question and then the automatic writing kind of answered the questions that was actually useful. Like it wasn't just some esoteric gobbledygook that was like, what do I do with this? But it was 
actually giving you guidance that you were able to apply in your day-to-day life that actually helped. And I was afraid of it. Of course, because it's where is it coming from? Who knows? That is the thing. We all have we we typically carry this fear of the unknown, do you know? And I was yep. doing some research the other day. I go, what's the main problem that most humans have <laughs> that they we move through? Fear and doubt. Mm. Fear and self-doubt. Those are the mm. things that hold us back. Because see, as as humans, we're create we come in as new beings. And so we're each given something to create. It's not gonna look like anybody else. So mm. we're gonna have doubt. And then depending on whatever programming we might have accepted about ourselves, we can have a lot of fear too. And I had tons of it. But when we come to understand, we each can give to others what we move through and uncover about ourselves. And so that's really what it was. And sometimes it takes a while. There was a message I received in 1989, one of the very first ones. And it said, um, And it was telling me that I had this really benevolent spirit. But what I was afraid of, this made made no sense. I was afraid that I would use it in a bad way. Mm. That I would use it in an ego-oriented way to the detriment of others. And my Wilhelm said, "That's you're not that person. You're exactly the opposite. But allowing me to move through whatever programming was within me to accept that took years and years and years, which is why I kept hiding it. And and that reminds me of that famous Marianne Williamson quote that says, it is our light, not our dark, that we're most afraid of. You would mention Marianne. (laughs) Well, you mentioned Cause and Miracle, so it's all open. I met Marianne in 1986. Oh, really? Um, I was working at a job, um, um, and it was called life appreciation training, which was really funny because mm-hmm. it was, I just took this job because I needed a job, but I was doing, but anyway, I got very involved with the owner of the company and they were doing really great work. And he was good friends with Marianne. And he suggested that I go and see her, go hear her speak on the course in miracles. Cause that's what she was doing right now. She's running for president of the yeah, United yeah. States, <laughs> but then she was doing uh, these lectures. And so I became friendly with her and then I became best friends with her assistant at the time as well. Mm-hmm. So I knew I used to go to the, I would go to the service. I would sing for at the services sometimes and do all of that. So yeah, I knew that. And it was something so fascinating that Marianne did this one time. We were having a meeting after the main event and Marianne always did something where people would come to the lectures. They were free, but they would say, uh, they would have a thing, a suggested donation. You know, Mm -hmm. because she was renting a place, she had to, you know, all of that. So, but it got to the place where she wasn't um, actually um, covering the cost. And so she was, Uh now now, let's think about this, Sam. The the amount that people were to pay was $5. Mm -hmm. Okay. That was all. It says, or, you know, you don't have to. But she said, maybe if we raised it to seven, that would cover things. But she struggled with that. And I'm Mm -hmm. thinking, why is Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. 
Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Are you worried about this? You already said you don't have, no, it's, you know, it's just suggested. Nobody has to pay. You can still mm. come in. But still, n- I would. I saw her not understanding the value mm. that she had and that she was putting out there. Do you know? Mm-hmm. And then, and then I saw it in myself. Ah. <laughs> yes. Well, it's uh, right. We need to. We teach what we most need to learn, and we right. see in others what we most need to see in ourselves. Yes. Yes. yes absolutely. All right. But we're going to take another break. I want to circle back around to overcoming fear mm-hmm. and 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 also about Wilhelm okay um since you mentioned the name I want to ask where that came from um uh but we're going to take a quick break um and so I want to kind of go back and chronologically be, bring people up to the present so everyone please stay tuned you're listening to the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity we're speaking this hour with Roger Burnley author of the book overcoming fear and we will be right back in just a moment. Hey, everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. What really drives success in business? Introducing Intangify, the show that explores the intangible assets that create value and growth. I'm Matthew Asnell, your host and an attorney focused on innovation. Join me Fridays at noon Eastern to discover how innovation, culture, and other intangibles shape driving companies from startups to established businesses. We'll share strategies to unleash your business's true potential. Tune in live on talkradio.nyc Fridays at noon Eastern and Intangify your business today. Were you an essential worker during the pandemic? If you needed to learn stages of epilepsy, did you depend on advocates? Did you use new innovations to cope with mental and neurological issues? Maintaining high quality of life and keeping good mental health are what we all strive for. I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each week, top healthcare influencers, professionals, and innovators answer these questions and more. Stay tuned on Thursdays at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will continue to be Frank About Health with all of you. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. So, so Roger, you, it, it, this book, Overcoming Fear, came out in 2019 or 2020? 19. 2019. 2019. Right, right before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. All about fear. Very timely. Mm-hmm. Now, it says uh, 
a Wilhelm book, and you mentioned Wilhelm before. Who is Wilhelm? What is Wilhelm? Okay, when I first started receiving the information, it was weird to me. And so, um, and I, this conversation that I heard, I said, it was so frightening. I said, who's speaking to me? And then I heard very clearly, if this is another part of you, it's your higher self. But if that makes you uncomfortable, you can call us whatever you like. And and I blurted out Wilhelm, not having any huh. conscious awareness of why that would have come through. And then it took 30 years before it started to make sense because they started revealing more of why that was. And, um, huh. and, and then I had clues along the way. So I'm not German and I'm not, in, I don't understand any of that. And then the name was spelled. They said, and it's one L mm-hmm. go, okay, because some people spell it with two. I go, no, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And then I started being revealed to me. They said, oh, remember when you lived in Chicago and you lived on the street called Goethe, but named after the, you know, um, the, the philosopher Goethe? I go, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I didn't know what that name meant, David. And so then I started looking and then weird things started showing up later. I did the Myers-Briggs personality test mm-hmm. and it came out to be, um, I came out to be an advocate. I go, that's fascinating. And then when you look at the test, it gives you the um, imprint of some famous person who might have been that mm-hmm. person. And it was Goethe. Oh. But then wow. I said, well, why that? And then I, I, I still... Sam, I still did not, I did not take the next step to investigate. It took me more years. And then I looked at Goethe's philosophy. I mean, his, his, his um, life story. Mm-hmm. Oh, he wrote a, he wrote something called Wilhelm Meister, a search for self-actualization. Oh, that I go, oh yeah, that's exactly what I've been doing my entire life. But then they said, but that's not all of it. They said, there was more. We connected you to someone else too. And then they say, look at Schopenhauer, look at these different people, because some of them had the middle name of Wilhelm. Wilhelm. And what it was saying is that we all have intelligence that we will connect to in different ways. And the intelligence has come from those who have lived before. Hmm. What we're meant to do in this life is to access that, use it in our lives and bring something new to the world. Hmm. Hmm. Not the world's not formed. We're doing it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We're creating it all the time. So, so when you came out with this book, this was sort of your coming out. This was kind of like yes. <laughs> first time letting people know what what kind of reaction did you get from your friends and family and people who knew you? They were surprised mm-hmm. because there were things in there, and I didn't even I didn't I was still reserving quite a bit because I didn't go into everything, but there were certain incidents and things in that book that they had not known because I had kept it hidden. I kept a lot of my life very hidden. Um, being vulnerable is really challenging for a lot of us. And so, um, but then it was so well received, but I forgot about it until years la- I mean, year and later where people would start telling me, I, one of my clients, he says, I'm reading the book. I go, really? (laughs) And it says, and this is helping me so much to understand this. So I started to see it later, you know, that they were using it. And then um, things that I didn't even know. Just the other day, one of my members said that she sent for Christmas, that she sent the book to a friend 
um, in, this is in Canada, and she said it was really weird because there was so much snow and they couldn't even get the delivery, but somehow the book got through. And then the woman who doesn't know me, she started reading it. But the one thing that stood out for her was any advice for today when I talk about the messages in there. And she says now what she does is she uses that. So every morning she wow. stops and she asks herself, any advice for today? Ah, okay. And I said, oh, that's brilliant. And so to, for us to understand the impact that we can make, not only to ourselves, but to others, when we start putting ourselves out there a little bit more. Yeah, really wonderful, cool. wonderful. And so when would you say you like fully committed yourself to this path? Because now you're, 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 you're doing sessions, you're working with individuals, you're doing things full time now. When did that happen? Today. <laughs> Today. <laughs> it's been, it's been an ongoing process. Yeah. I first, um, in 2021, I put out my online program. I said, I've got to test this stuff to see what, what's going on. And it worked really well. But I still had, um, I wanted more proof. You know, mm -hmm. I have more things peer reviewed. I still wanted more proof. And so that kept coming about. And then um, what made it more interesting was the things that I had been writing about for the last four years or more since 2020. I'm, I was starting to see them show up in the world. Because mm. I, I didn't know I was doubting what I was receiving. Mm. I was saying, I said, we might have wars. Go, no, that's not possible. We haven't had wars in years. We would now look at what we have. Yeah. And, and then and then they said, well, you might even bring back a leader like a Hitler. I said, I can't say that. And they said, then we want you to understand it's about energy. Mm. You see, and these energies repeat over time and throughout our civilizations. And unless we're understanding that and deciding to change them, then we keep repeating things that we don't need to and we keep suffering. Yeah. And, so, and that's what they said this particular period in our world is now for more of us to um, awaken to who we can become and love who we are individually. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, what, what's that old expression, those who do not know their history are doomed to repeat it oh absolutely yeah so um so many questions um so when you work with people now today um well actually wait forget that your life operating instructions where does yeah. that come from that came from okay now this is the craziest thing ever and i just want i'm just going to talk about it. in 2021 um, I'm going out for a walk. You know, that's when we're still coming out of the pandemic. And so our big thing was to go out walking, getting exercise. And I'm doing that. I'm listening to something. And I hear very clearly, um, we gave you everything you needed to know in 2012. I go, what? That doesn't make any sense. I come back into my house and I go to my computer and I look at a folder that I hadn't paid attention to before. And it said, Wilhelm. And I go, that's odd. Why is that there separate from everything else? I open it up. And the messages are from 2012. I go, crazy. And then I'm talking about that, making fun of it. And then somebody said to me, I was in a group, a Facebook group, actually, and a meeting. And they said, Roger, don't you know 2012 is when the, the Mayan calendar ended and people thought the world was going to end? I said, oh, yeah, now I remember that. <laughs> but I had no conscious memory, I mean, at that time, of why that was significant. I even heard people mentioning 2012 during the past year, um, you know, around this time. It still didn't make any sense to me. 
Uh, you don't and remember the really bad movie 2012? I think I, Nicholas I, Cage. I, I found it. I didn't say I found it later. No, I found it later. I didn't know then. Yes, yes, that was exactly it. And so they said, this is a restructuring. They said, all the work that we gave you will help you move through this period with greater ease because you're moving into the fifth dimension. You're moving closer to that age of Aquarius. You're moving through that, all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, um, so with your life operating instructions, mm-hmm. is it just, you know, this is a better way to live? Is this yeah. like a spiritual practice? Like, what is it? It's about te- allowing each person to understand that they come into the world with purpose and meaning, and but they also come with baggage. We all do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we have to understand that and then decide that we can move through it and let go of it. So then others who come later don't have to do it. That's what our world is moving through now, this struggle. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be right? Who's going to be wrong? Who's going to be worth living? Who's going to be all of those things? Those are the choices that we will be making. But the first choice we have to make is within ourselves, is to understand that we have purpose. And so all of this work was guiding the individual to uncover their true worth and who they're meant to be in this world. The more people who come to understand that, we start to see a very different world. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's 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 so interesting. The world is such such a crazy place for those of us who've been around for a while. Yes, um, it it's gone in directions we never would have imagined. Yes. Um, and sometimes it's a little hard to be hopeful for the future. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about tomorrow? I feel that we're going to create a better future and I'm on a mission to change the minds of so many others. And I had to change it first within myself of accepting it and now in giving it to others. But now that I see that it's working, I'm thinking, Oh, well we can create a ripple effect. If more Mm. of us start deciding, Oh, let's get rid of the anger. Let's get rid of the hate. Let's get rid of the things Mm. that the self judgment, because that's what really many of us have had. When we can move through that, we start to change things. Right, 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 right. Okay, I, I want to take our last break, and then when we come back, I'm wondering if maybe you can give some kind of nugget or process or advice to our audience. What can actually help them do that? I mean, it's it's easy to say, let go of our anger, let go of our self judgment, but to actually do it and feel it in the body, you know that that takes a little bit more, doesn't it? Right. Yes. All right. Okay, cool. So everyone, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this live every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern time here on talkradio.nyc. And we'll be right back with our guest, Roger Burnley, to wrap it all up in just a moment. Are you a high-achieving, growth-oriented leader? Are you interested in developing your authentic leadership while creating a healthy, inclusive workplace? Hi, I'm Dr. Mira Bronku, host of The Hard Skills on talkradio.nyc at 5 p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays, where we discuss how leaders develop the hard skills needed to make a greater impact. We interview experts, have live coaching, and tackle these challenges. Listen to The Hard Skills on Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Hey, everybody. It's Tommy D., the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic. 
Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back. So, Roger, in this crazy world we live in today where things change by the minute, if not the second, what can people do to move through the challenges and and really shift their internal landscape Mm -hmm. to better be able to deal with, with what we're going through in the moment? I was instructed to do it this way. <laughs> I give people assignments and that assignment is a daily thing because see, we don't change our brains overnight. And this is the right. thing that people get, we get, um, we give up. And so mm-hmm. even at a certain point, they said, we want you to call the program, your last development program. We want people to understand, because I started with four weeks to your best five. They said the entire year is going to be your last development, because when you understand all you're doing ever is asking questions and deciding what you're going to accept. That's mm-hmm. it. No matter what, no matter what course, whatever you might be doing. And so um, the one question that people come up with the most is that, uh, well, there's a few things, but the one is how do I how do I know self love? How do I get there? Because that's the thing we're always trying. And and my Wilhelm would say, okay, well, just notice when you're judging yourself. Hmm. That's all. Just start to notice your self judgment, and then decide you're going to move through that now. Hmm. And then they said, but also give yourself a break, because sometimes your self judgment has been taught to you. It's a generational thing. It's something that you learn from your parents or your grandparents or ancestors or those you don't know or from society in general. So, Joe, don't give yourself a hard time to understand that you can move through it when you ask new questions. You see, why am I feeling this way? Why am I thinking I'm not quite enough? What brought me that information? And so we're using neuroscience to change our thinking, because you have to do it over time. That's what NLP and all those different things about breaking patterns of thought. That's all. Mm -hmm. And so, but the other aspect of this, what I have my people do is to write. There's something that happens when you write. Well, you say, you know this, because you've done so much of it. You connect to so much other information. But most of us, especially today, no, if we don't get it in a minute, we're gone. <laughs> we yeah, yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> it's, we're done. Mm-hmm, That's it. Mm-hmm. 
But now it's about, you know, take the time to discover who you are and to love. And that's how we move through this period. But also understanding this is a period of collaboration, meaning moving when we think about the age of Aquarius, which right. everyone's yeah. talked about, that means coming together. So, and I was told in my work, let's have group calls where we come together and talk about things where we feel more supported because it's always challenging when we're alone. We're, we're isolated and I isolated a lot in my life. So I do understand that one. Yeah. yeah. Coming out of that. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, so I'm wondering, um, one thing that I've heard from many people I'd consider tuned in, uh, to, to spirit is that, we're going to have some big struggles in the future, but what's on the other side is going to be beautiful. Exactly. What can help us as we're going through those big challenges? Is to, is to hold on to that faith and belief in what's coming. We manifest our lives and the world through our consciousness, through the thoughts we choose to hold in every moment. Mm -hmm. And so, and we're doing that in, in every, I mean, my guide say, we only have two choices. And I love using this because uh, Gerald Jemplosky, this wonderful guy, author, he wrote, um, love is letting go of fear. Mm. And so what that means is that we only have these two choices. We're going to choose love or fear. We choose mm. love when we decide to own and honor who we are. We choose fear mm. when we don't go there. Or mm -hmm. we choose fear when we're judging ourselves or when we're judging others. Mm. And so these are the things that we're going to move through now. And that was probably the, one of the most profound things that would come through in the channeling sessions for the last three years. They kept saying, you're going to see the others. We go, what are you talking about? What are the others? Anyone who doesn't agree with you. Uh -huh. And so if you're going to hate them, you're going to have a more difficult time. If mm. you decide to see beyond that and to love yourself, it'll be much easier. That's how we're going to get through this period, but it's going to come up because we're going to see things that are going to irk us, that are going to bring up our memories, that are going to make us angry because we have memories of things that existed before that are surfacing now. It's going on globally. We're seeing it everywhere. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so when we come back into remembering, oh, we accepted this role of being here now to help uplift the planet. And the way that we do that is by deciding to love ourselves and let go of what was old. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember hearing someone once say years ago, there is no other. Right. There are no others. Right. It's all us. Right. Um, with all the work you've done and everything you've received, do you still struggle with anything? Every day. <laughs> Every, I, and to know I, you're still a human being. Yes, because we're never done. Yeah. And so every day I get pushed, okay, can I own a little bit more? Can I talk about it? Can I present? Can I do something? What is that? And I and I, I, I struggle with that. I was said in the call today, I, I don't remember what it completely, but one person said, I've struggled with anxiety my entire life. And I know that when we're struggling with anxiety, it's because we're afraid of accepting something about us. But that takes uh -huh. a while to interpret, you know, and to understand. Yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. something that we're, no, I don't want to go there. 
because that doesn't seem real. And so we start mm-hmm. to experience anxiety. That becomes our state of being. And then we think mm-hmm. that's real because mm-hmm. we've created it. Right. So right. it's about understanding the process of breaking those patterns, those neural mm-hmm. pathways that we've each created or accepted. And then we start to live a different life. But yeah, this entire year, I just will say it's going to be a little challenging. Oh, this year? Yeah, 24? Yes. yes. Because we have to let, um, and you'll see this, We and we've seen it already, we, we're going through what I call a reckoning, meaning mm-hmm. that the things that we have not done in our lives or in our world, we're trying, we're attempting to correct those. And as we start to do that, we will see very different experience. We will have different experiences in our life. And then we start seeing it show up in the world, but it's going to take a while because most of us don't like to look at ourselves. We like to hang. We don't even want to look at our past because we will judge it as being, oh, we did these horrible things. And my Wilhelm says, no, you accepted certain things to move through. And if you decide, if you understand the wisdom that you gained from those things that you judged as being terrible, then you can give it to others and you start to see a different world. Mm. That's where we're going. And, but, the, and, but the frustration, I was so frustrated. This comes up so much because when I first did this in December, 2021, I'm like, well, nobody's going to understand what I'm talking about. But now more people are understanding because they're seeing what's been happening in the world. And so it's a time to say, we're going to pull up our bootstraps and decide to, which doesn't seem, doesn't seem to make sense. As I think this came through in the last session. Yes. The simple thing that you could do to change your world is decide to love yourself. Mm. What? Is that that simple? That easy? Yes. Right. Well, it wasn't it Gandhi who said, be the change you want to see in the world. Yes, exactly. Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. Well, Roger, I could talk to you for hours and hours and hours. <laughs> Unfortunately, we only have the show for an hour. If uh, people want to reach out to you, learn more about you, yes. where would they go? What's your website? How would they go? My website, yes. RogerBurnley.com. R-O-G-E-R-B-U-R-N-L-E-Y. RogerBurnley.com. Wonderful. That's- we'll have that in the show notes. Great, great. And, and his book is Overcoming Fear. Um, fear has been something I actually went and purchased the book because fear has been something coming up for me lately Yes, to look at. So it felt um, apropos. Yeah. Great. And, and our audience just might see a little bit more of you on talk radio in the future. Yes. 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 Yeah. We'll, yes. That we'll have a conversation great. about that, but yeah. just to tease Wonderful. it. Well, Roger, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day to come on thank my show. You. It's been a pleasure having you. I really <sighs> appreciate what you're up to and what you're doing in the world. And I look forward to many more conversations in the future. Great. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. And of course, thank you, my loyal listeners who tune in every week, Patty, Sanaya, William, uh, Catherine. Thank you all for tuning in. It's always a pleasure having you. Um, Please don't forget, if you missed any part of today's show, you can always catch the replay on talkradio.nyc or on all the major podcasting platforms. You can find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, wherever you love to listen to podcasts, you'll find the Conscious Consultant Hour. Don't forget, later today at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, it's Frank Harrison and his show, Frank About Health. And tomorrow, of course, we have our old Friday block of shows, starting off with Philanthropy and Focus, always Fridays, and Intangify. Thank you all for tuning in today. We will talk to you all next week. 
You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Were you an essential worker during the pandemic? If you needed to learn stages of epilepsy, did you depend on advocates? Did you use new innovations to cope with mental and neurological issues? Maintaining high quality of life and keeping good mental health are what we all strive for. I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each week, top healthcare influencers, professionals, and innovators answer these questions and more. Stay tuned on Thursdays at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will continue to be frank about health with all of you. What really drives success in business? Introducing Intangify, the show that explores the intangible assets that create value and growth. I'm Matthew Asbell, your host and an attorney focused on innovation. Join me Fridays at noon Eastern to discover how innovation, culture, and other intangibles shape driving companies from startups to established businesses. We'll share strategies to unleash your business's true potential. Tune in live on talkradio.nyc Fridays at noon Eastern and Intangify your business today. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you a high-achieving, growth-oriented leader? Are you interested in developing your authentic leadership while creating a healthy, inclusive workplace? Hi, I'm Dr. Mira Bronku, host of The Hard Skills on talkradio.nyc at 5 p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays, where we discuss how leaders develop the hard skills needed to make a greater impact. We interview experts, have live coaching, and tackle these challenges. Listen to The Hard Skills on Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. <laughs> 